everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Good Citizen Show. My name is Bekeme, and the show is brought to you by CSR in Action, and it's funded by ACT Foundation, ACT Foundation, rather, aka ACT Foundation, which is a grant-making organization established in 2016 to support local, national, and regional nonprofits in the areas of health, environment, entrepreneurship and leadership and you know this is what we do leadership um we're encouraging citizens to be better at being good citizens and basically fulfilling our responsibilities and duties as citizens of nigeria i'm very glad to be back i hope you all missed you missed me i missed you all um but it was it was a very much needed breakaway and i try to have great fun um so this week Something has been trending a whole lot. Um, to I think it was yesterday I saw a video going around of a woman absolutely stuckers and she was literally um, all bones. Um, it was like it was a skeleton with skin stretched over it. And, you know, she just held her hair and she was just looking. I think what was baffling to me was, you know, the ability of the woman to even stand by herself i was shocked and what was even more shocking was that the people around her had no empathy whatsoever people were literally pulling her people were videoing her there was a big gash on her side and she just stood there like she couldn't hear anything and you know i remember that my nanny even came back and said oh there was one woman uh, she was on the road it's like uh, all these runs boys have used her They've used her. They said that they used her and dumped her and gave her 100,000. And these area boys have taken the 100,000 naira from her. I was like, how is that possible? And then, you know, it was going around on WhatsApp. And I looked it up and I found out that this young woman, um, I believe her name is Kira Hewatch. I think she's an actress. Young woman with her red hair had actually stopped and um, picked this woman up. She knew her from nowhere. It turns out her name is Ene and you know she suffers from hiv probably stage four and um and so i don't know how she got there she probably was still not able to speak well but it was i was very touched to see that such a young woman had such presence of mind to have done something that adults who were gathered around didn't think to do they were there accusing her of all sorts of things oh she's a witch oh she's a runs babe and i thought to myself yeah if she was a runs babe if you thought that truly someone used her and dumped her wouldn't your first thought be to help her but then you know i think this is obviously the the problem of stigma um around people the, the who reports that stigma discrimination and neglect prevent care and treatment uh, from reaching victims throughout the world especially when it's mental health or say hiv victims or even uh, sexual assault victims and while people continue to struggle with the symptoms and effects of mental health the growing societal stigma and stereotype associated with it is becoming even more worrisome so today we're going to talk about the psychological effects of societal stigmatization obviously and social stigma is by definition a disapproval of or discrimination against a person based on certain social characteristics that differentiate them from others it's a, it's a major problem and it has become 
so structural. And our discussion today is looking at how we can reduce the impact of stigmatization and possibly remove the labels created by it. And we have a very special guest in the house, my very own Pastor Godman Akin Labi. Welcome to the show, Pastor Godman. Thank you, Bekeme, for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Yes. Yeah, so by way of proper introduction, Pastor Godman is the lead pastor of the Elevation Church Lagos where he was giving a God-given mandate to make greatness common. And I can tell you that by way of testimony, this show is as a result of listening to um, his preaching on the podium. And I thought, you know, what little way can we contribute towards making greatness common? And so here we are today having this discussion. Um, he served as an associate pastor in Desa Christian Center for over a decade. And he's a seasoned and sought-after teacher, relationship coach, and public speaker whose ministry has blessed many all over the world, including through this radio show. Welcome again, Pastor Godman. Thank you. So you heard the introduction. I mean, why do you think people behave in this manner? Why do you think people um, stigmatize socially? Well, I think, um, firstly, we need to understand that uh, as a people, we have cultural traits that may not really support uh, development or support uh, people with social problems, whether it's health yes. or otherwise, I mean, whether it's poverty, whatever kind of social problem that people have, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a culture that supports such people, which is premised on hope, right? which is premised on everybody can make progress, which mm. is pro premised on problems can be solved. Mm. But the, when you have a, a fatalistic culture mm. where we tend to, you know, believe that when things happen, it, it maybe God bless it, it yes. or something, you know, and, and people just, yeah, they just throw away hope and just believe that, okay, if this person is going through this, then this person is a burden on all of us or burden on society. The person <laughs> cannot do anything with his or her life again right and the, the people are easily written off yes and uh, people run away from people depending on what kind of issues that they're dealing with right the moment people are stigmatized there are all kinds of you know issues around them yeah. right so 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 as a result people then behave i mean because this reminds me of the good samaritan where all sorts of people pass they see someone in serious need and then they pass like i don't i'm struggling to think why people would behave you know in that manner but why what do you think are the harmful effects of such such behavior? And then before you answer that, I remember that we were talking about this prior to the show and you pointed out that um, Richard Branson, as rich as he is, um, suffers from dyslexia. And in Nigeria in those days, probably till now in certain areas, it's a lodo now. Yeah. It's a lodo, knock on the head and all of that. And But he's done so well for himself and he's using that opportunity to speak out and, and talk about some of the challenges and the blessings, yeah. okay? Because people who um, say suffer from mental health or, or any such are human beings. They're just they're just a little bit different, yeah. um, but you obviously have capacity in some other way. Now, how do you think that? What what do you think are the effects of such gagging in our society? Yeah, I think the generalization is the first thing I want to speak to, because um, whether it's HIV, mental health. Um, sexual you know sexual uh, violence victim or whatever whether it's rape whatever you call it uh, when people meet uh somebody who is going through a particular situation 
a lot of the time we're quick to generalize so you see someone living with, with hiv and you think it's because they've lived in a very wayward manner mm, that's why yes yeah. and you, you're not thinking of what about if someone no transfusion yeah just because i know someone who, who contracted it through that yeah oh, you know so it's, it's the same thing mental health if you see a guy on the road always talking gibberish the guy has been smoking weed mm-hmm. or on drugs mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily the truth yes this guy may just be you know someone who just had emotional issues mm-hmm. maybe born out of work pressure born out of relationship issues mm-hmm. and or born out of you know parental issues mm-hmm. and that led leads to uh, some kind of mental illness mm-hmm. and but we, we tend to want to just say look when they have problems it's because of Mm. Uh, something that they did to themselves personally mm. so it it, it, it leads to did, though, PG, even if they did yeah but it's, it's still our culture that mm. i'm speaking to because when we feel that oh this guy did something to himself that is not right so he's suffering the consequences mm-hmm. of that i mean look at the story of the good samaritan you're talking about uh, what was written there was that it it was a chance occurrence Arm robbers by chance mm. attacked him mm. then he became the victim mm. but people passed by yeah, yes a priest mm-hmm. or this or that and they didn't do anything mm-hmm. until the good samaritan came who looked beyond the situation on ground absolutely who looked beyond who caused it mm-hmm. or why did this happen absolutely to, there's a problem yes it and just the problem needs a solution right yeah and somebody has to do something about it yes and maybe i'm the one Yes. and decided to do something about it yes how cool will it be if we have a society of people who focus more on solutions absolutely and says look i meet a girl on the road she's naked she's she needs help mm-hmm. i mean thumbs up to that lady the thumbs actress up, like god bless her you know, wherever that, she uh, is it's, it's but you see hundreds of people gathering there just looking at the, the lady yes and they turned her to Yes, uh, and they show. tried to stop her. She says about 700 people, wherever they came out from, they did try to stop her. Before we go on, let me remind you, tell you the numbers to call. It, the number is 0700-923-923-923. Again, it's 0700-923-923-923. You can call us to make your contributions. Um, you can also send us a WhatsApp message on 906 263 Again, it's 906 263 4111. We're talking about these harmful effects of social stigmatization in our society. PG, what do you think people can do um, to drastically reduce the impact of social stig- to stop behaving in that manner? Literally, like stop gawking at a person that you see um, on the road. Like, why are you gawking? There was one that I saw, one of such. Um, she was in a plant, a brewery. And they said she was huddled, much like this same lady, all worn out looking. And and the men were like, ah, the Bible says kill the witch. And, you know, they were literally saying, don't help her, don't do anything. How did she land there? She must have flown in on a banana stalk and all of those things. <laughs> it's funny isn't it? <laughs> you know, and, you know, don't do anything. How do we, how do we stop people from thinking like to start thinking differently that they're dealing with a fellow human being and that they need to help regardless of 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 of, of their own filter as you said the other day yeah you know so let, let's start from 
prevailing mindsets, which is, you know, what I said earlier, uh, the stereotypes of if you meet a, a, an old woman mm-hmm. who is losing her mind and saying things that people choose to believe, like somebody just says, oh, I killed this person, I killed that person. Yeah. You People will not even ask, is it true? No evidence. Sometimes nothing. the name that they are mentioning that people are still alive. That's how you know that this person is losing it. Uh, but because she's uh, old and the stereotype is that an so old woman to, is a witch yeah, can, or can be a witch. Be a witch. Uh, you know, Absolutely. could be a witch and uh, they may have done some funny things earlier yeah. in life and people just believe you know well, and because we spiritualize everything yeah my husband says it's vitamin a deficiency then that used to make yeah. people confess in boarding schools of being witches yeah and, <laughs> and some people just believe that what they're saying is true and before you know it they're bringing in tires they want to burn them down Absolutely. they want to do something to them they want to harm them so that you know stereotype in our thinking that those mindsets we need to deal with them to say look when people have problems we need to help them we, we don't have to say, look, uh, it's a consequence of what, what they've done before. Now, also, we need to change our mind about uh, thinking that people are dangerous. Mm. Yeah. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. So someone living with, with HIV, shaking hands with you. I mean, these are things that people know, but they're still afraid still. Yeah. The, the HIV community... They they have. I mean, you know that she can't work. contract it by shaking hands, yes. but then you still. Or by sitting close to the person at work right. or things like that. Right. But if somebody, I mean, if you just get to know that, just getting to know that somebody around you is living with HIV, mm-hmm. you, you just become paranoid just mm-hmm. because of that, mm-hmm. and that should not be the case. Uh, those issues are not sometimes as dangerous as we think. You're very right. You're very right, PG, and I have several anecdotes about that, which I will tell you about upon um, our return back to the show. We'll take a short break, and then we'll come back and continue this discussion. Are you a non-profit or social enterprise making a difference? ACT Foundation is providing funding and support to impact-based organizations across Africa. Over the last three years, we have supported 49 organizations who have gone on to impact over 200,000 lives and we want to support even more amazing work. To apply for the 2020 grant cycle, submit the online application at actrustfoundation.org. You'll need to 1. Be a registered African non-profit organization, community-based organization or social enterprise. 2. Have been in operation for a minimum of 2 years. Projects or initiatives in health, entrepreneurship, environment, or leadership. Together, we can build sustainable societies and create effective social impact solutions. Hi, we're back on the show. Uh, you've been listening to us talk about the um, unhealthy repercussions of social stigmatization, and Pastor Godwin here a.k.a. PG, was talking about <laughs> about how people react wrongly to these things. And, you know, I just, we have a call. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hi, thanks for calling the Good Citizen Radio Show. What's your name, please? My name is Chukwe Meka. Hello, Chukwe Your what? I'm at Akpambo. Akpambo. Okay. Thank you for calling. So, what's your contribution? 
you know, this stigmatizes this is um, from this end. I feel it's a Nigerian syndrome. It is because um, when you when you look at what might happen when you try to render help, you better stay clear and not um, try to bring yourself to the center. How do you mean? In, in other in other countries, let me. Take for an instance, there is a robbery incident and a car was stolen. Mm-hmm. If the car is flagged and someone sees the car, you can call in and say, I saw this car, it's associated with position, and the police will come and do their job. But if you do that in this country, you are number one suspect. I see. So you just tend to turn your eye the other way and just go out. Or maybe you see a kidnapper that has been notorious and has been flagged by the relevant authorities and you say that criminal went into so-and-so apartment. The police will just come there and if you're nearby, they take you and even take every person in that apartment as suspect without doing any investigation. Mm. So it is a Nigerian syndrome and that doesn't change. It will keep on happening. People would prefer to look from a distance and try to go to render a help. Okay, you see Michael. someone that has an accident or something on the way, and you take that person to the hospital. You will be the one that will be, they'll be questioning. I and think that has very, changed, very, though. That that is changing. There's a there's 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 a law that has been passed. A Good Samaritan law. I know that it was being pushed at some point. But and, well, just right. may just maybe they have pushed it on paper but it's not practical they will question you like okay bros let me ask you this question have you tried it recently of but i I haven't been in such a position recently Uh i do not think that if i see i could go close to render help i might just call for me fastly to be honest well, okay. I think the most important so thing, uh, uh, Uncle Chooks, the most important thing is yeah. we have to start from somewhere. Absolutely. I don't mind you calling from a distance. Yes. Let's do something. Yes. Then gradually, yes. we will move everybody. Don't forget we're talking about good citizenship. Mm. So we'll move everybody in the right direction. Mm. So I'm okay with you standing in somewhere and Absolutely. calling. But let's do something. Absolutely. Yeah. Reminds me of the Maury incident. The the person who gave the father a tip, the missing girl, the person who gave the father a tip called and didn't show because he was worried that he might be arrested too. Hello? Hello? I think we missed that call. Hello? Hello, good evening, Bekeme. Welcome back. Good evening, Ndidi. Thank you for calling. How's everything? Very fine, thank you. Pastor Godman, good evening. Good evening. Pastor Godman. Good evening. Yes, you welcome to Good Citizens Radio Show. <laughs> thank you. And welcoming you, yes. <laughs> That's a key stakeholder. <laughs> <laughs> now, coming to the topic of today, stigmatization. Yeah. One of the reasons why there is stigmatization is because of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Ignorance of the people. For example, when they hear that somebody has HIV, it has not even gotten to AIDS. They mm-hmm. run away from the person. They don't see that you get close to the person you are It's automatically transferred to that other But person. they know better, as PG has said. They know better than that. I mean, there has been a lot of sensitization. It's just they, they refuse to listen, isn't it? 
is there is a lot of uh, sensitization, but is it everybody that listens? Is it everybody mm. that believes what is said? Mm. That some people still have the myth around it. You understand? Mm. People still have the myth. They can't even shake the person from this tradition. They have not seen that person that the person has been sentenced to death. That's the way they say. They, want, they don't want to die with the person. You understand? So they stay mm. away. Which is not right. Until there is not that maybe break it down to the languages that the people understand. Their own language. Bring it down to their own language that they will understand. The market women or the people in the villages, the way they will understand it, that is not like that. Because if we speak the Queen's English to them, all of that, it's just like it enters one ear and goes out through the other ear. Okay. You understand? I hear so you. we need to bring it out to Yes. And I'm also, here. I agree with the other caller who said that when you want to stop, the person might end up getting into trouble because of Nigerian system. But I thank God that you are saying it is changing. It has changed. I mean, it has changed. The Kira lady, nobody has held her down. She took the lady in. Nobody's saying you injected her, you infected her, or whatever not, or you tried to use her for blood money or any such thing. So I think that um, the narrative is changing. And from our actions, already, it, it will yeah. change further. And and also, in the way, we, we, we need to also focus on modeling. You know, you said, okay, not speaking Queen's English to, you know, village people. Mm. All of us have to pick it up. But they respect people who are learned. Yes. And when people are learned, model the right things to them. Mm. When they see the way we behave around people who are helpless or the way we behave around people who should have been stigmatized, then they take a cue from us and they see that uh, nothing happened to us when we relate with people living with HIV well. Nothing happened yeah. to you know us if we relate with people dealing with mental health as if they are okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, PG. Thank you. Thank you for calling me, Nidhi. So, I mean, this this just... Hello? Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for calling the Good Citizen Radio Show. What's your name? Thank you. My name is Sixus. Hi, Sixus. Thanks for calling again. How's your week been? Fine, fine, fine. Pastor, welcome home. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Yeah. The problem we have is that Nigerians are very, very loving people. Considering okay. the kind of problems or other countries, the way they behave. Hmm. It's only in Nigeria that somebody will see you stand there, even with your 20 years, give you 10 dollars of it. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, really? The hard economy. They will give you food. They will give you pure water. They'll buy dollar for you. Do you understand? That's great so, to hear. Because of the problem that the society has put us in, especially the higher forces, the police in particular. You don't understand Police can be held for social stigmatization too now. I know they do that. They have their own forehand, as we would say, but social stigmatization? Hello? So we lost that call. I mean, so yes, the Nigerian police gets the flag for a lot of things, and you can't blame yeah. our callers. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder at this one, in, in this I, case. I, I think uh, this guy was talking about what the first caller was saying about Okay, you like know, just taking societal behavior. Right. The the real core issue was is lack of trust. Right. We struggle to trust ourselves. Mm. So the police, they don't trust citizens. Mm -hmm. Citizens don't trust police. Yes. Uh, we don't trust our politicians. Nope. We don't trust our leaders, whether corporate, religious, or whatever. It's yes. just a lot of you know distrust in our society. Yes. And that's what is you know foiling some of the bad behaviors like. 
you know, stigmatization. Yes, I mean, as they were talking, a lot of things came to mind. And you talked about modeling, and I thought, you know, it's basically like living by example. Yeah. I, through my youth, I don't, I cannot imagine the number of people who lived with us, and they weren't related to us. Even people who had been clinically diagnosed with mental health issues, who were exhibiting mental health issues. I remember one of the ladies, somebody had said she actually escaped a mental home um, in the East before she came to my house, and she lived with us. I remember that one of the ladies who lived on my street went crazy, but she used to come to my house still and seek support from my mom, and she always attended to her. Or, you know, the time when we had um, a, a, a washerman who had tuberculosis, and he continued working with us. The only thing at the time we did was we had a separate set of utensils just so that other people didn't get um, infected. But then when you have... And then there was a time, actually, that somebody else um, was had been infected with HIV. And we didn't even know. She didn't tell us because she knew that people would react in a funny manner. So she kept it quiet until the person had moved away. And then we found out that this was... A, I mean, everybody thought she was crazy exposing her children. In fact, when we did find out, it wasn't she who told us. It was a different person who told us, ah, careful, look after yourself in case they come again, you know, and all of that. So I think that helps in in, in, in my thinking, I, I would like to think, to, to realize that, yes, people may have challenges, but it doesn't make them any different from you. Yeah. You're very right, Bekeme. When we think about people from the fact that life happens to us, uh, things will happen with people, whether it's, like we said, mental health, health or other kind of health issues, HIV and all that. Things happen. Yes. The most important thing is how can we help this person to get out of this situation? Because if everybody keeps running away, we can't have people deploy their potentials maximally. Absolutely. And, you know, impact our world, impact our nation, build our GDP to the next level. Yes. Everybody that has one small issue is written off. Yes. And they can no longer contribute to mm. the GDP of the nation. Mm. And we, so we just be counting numbers for nothing. Yeah. yeah. So PG, now let's go back to the victims of social stigmatization. What tips do you have for them? What do you think they can do differently to be able to survive this current harsh reality that they face? I, I, the first thing I would love to say to anybody going through stigmatization is to uh, look at, you know, himself or herself from a different point of view. Mm -hmm. You cannot please people. Mm. You need information about what you are going through. Live your life based on the information at your disposal, not how people behave to you. Right. So if you're living with HIV and the doctors say if you take your antiretroviral drugs well mm -hmm. you can live the rest of your life well mm -hmm. yeah we have big people in developed countries who have been living with, i mean Matthew johnson has been living with hiv for how I many almost Decades. 30 years yes you know and he's still living well yes it's not about to die no yeah so if you, you get such no, a report, about to kill any other person yeah no no i think infected so, <laughs> somebody so if you get that kind of report think about people who have gone through this Mm -hmm. and who have refused to be defined by what they are going through. Absolutely. Or that by who they are. Mm. So the big question is, are you going to be defined by um, a mental health issue that you know you can overcome, uh, you know, if it's well-treated, and if you apply yourself to the things that you're supposed to do? Or are you going to be defined by 
um, HIV that you didn't do anything to get. But even if you did something, you're a changed person right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're you're living with this thing, that that treatment for you, and you can live with it. You can, you know, excel, you, reach you your full excel, potential. You re re reach your full potential. Even believe that the situation can change. Absolutely. So rather than just listening to people basing your life on how people behave, you know, to you. In fact, my 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 admonition for such a person is expect it mm. so that you are not shocked when, when people when behave like be. that towards you. Absolutely. Expect it. Sometimes expecting rejection and some unwholesome behavior towards you mm -hmm. helps you to deal with it better Absolutely. When, when it does happen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pastor Godman. Um, so what I heard you say in summary, um, basically you say pro problems exist to be solved. Yep. Um, and I think that anybody who has to encounter this, you need to learn more about the problem. If you want to help somebody who um, is in a situation, learn more about the problem. Uh, people are different and should be accommodated. People can reach their full potential regardless of what their mental state may be. And finally, you said refuse to be defined by whatever challenges you have. Um, thank you all for listening. I told you all you would have a great time. Thank you for everyone who had promised to listen because Pastor Godman was coming on the show. Um, thank you to our callers, Chukwe Mecca, Sixtus, and Didi, you've won yourselves. Nice yummy domino pizzas. Uh, remember, the Good Citizen Radio Show happens every Friday at 8 p.m. on Inspiration FM, um, IFM 92.3, and uh, 92.3, yeah. And then call us. Um, or send us messages on 0906-263-4111 and on social media at Good Citizen NG. I'm your host, Bekeme, and it's been great talking to you. Thank you to ACT Foundation for sponsoring the show and to the great team at CSR in Action. Have yourselves a great evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>